Hello and welcome back to the Her Podcast. I'm Neve Marr. I'm delighted to introduce my guests today. Nathan and Ashling Kerwin are a sibling duo from Cork. They are the people behind Chariot Clothing, which is a range that was originally designed to include items that make life easier for wheelchair users. So Nathan and Ashling, thank you so much for coming on the show today. We're so thrilled to have you on and talk a little bit about Chariot Clothing. So welcome to the show. Thanks for having us. Thank you very much. So Nathan, I'm going to come to you first. Uh, Can you give us a little bit of background into the range, why you decided to start a clothing line in the first place? And uh, yeah, we'll start from there. Yeah, to be honest, I never actually thought I'd ever be in the fashion industry. Uh, I started off uh, in college and I did marine engineering. So I was working on cruise ships as an engineer and then When I was 24, I was involved in an accident where I broke my neck and I had a a spinal cord injury and I know he was a wheelchair. And I suppose from that moment on, the challenges started stacking up and one of them was clothing. I found uh, getting into the clothes I I, I wore before my accident uh, quite difficult. And also once they were on, they weren't uh, very practical uh, or functional for, for a sitting position. So I suppose after years of frustration, I decided that I would design my own range of trousers uh, for male wheelchair users. And now we have uh, a range of shorts and regular chino type pants for male wheelchair users. You said there, Nathan, just about obviously, um, you know, things stacking up and I suppose just a massive adjustment in general to every aspect of your life. One of the things that really struck me about, you know, chariot clothing in particular is that it is an aspect of wheelchair users lives that potentially doesn't get as much you know, spotlight from the media or it's an aspect of of, of people's day-to-day lives that you don't necessarily think of straight away that actually putting clothes on as a wheelchair user can be challenging. So I suppose, you know, you said yourself that it was after years of frustration that you decided to develop this. And was it then a case of you going to Ashling and saying, I've got this idea, we're getting into the fashion business, let's go? Or how did the actual business go from a great idea to the concept actually coming into into reality? Well, I suppose once the trousers were developed and we got a bit of traction there, people just really loved our branding and kind of what what it was about and started asking for clothes that they could wear. So my friends who aren't in wheelchairs, they were like, oh, cool, can, can, can I get something? And then that's kind of when... I turned to Ashling, and uh, we were like, this could really be something we we, we could uh, produce. And um, But then we kind of t- took a step back and had a look at this fashion industry as a whole. And we said that if we wanted to be involved in this industry, we wanted to be as, sustain- as sustainable and as ethical as possible. Um, and from there, we kind of seeked advice from uh, other companies in in Cork and they kind of gave us guidance on how to set up and how to source uh, ethical and sustainable clothing and um, and yeah it's just sort of taken on from there we kind of had our branding and then we introduced some new kind of uh, styles and designs onto our summer range uh, last 
this year. Amazing. And I'm going to ask a little bit more about the style and design and the inspiration behind the clothes in a minute. But Ashling, for you, going into business with your sibling, did you have any massive red flags about that? Because... I mean, every, everybody gets along with their sibling to a certain extent. But when I think about going into business with my brother, I, I couldn't personally do it if he's listening. <laughs> Love you so much, Kieran. But like, what about going into business with your sibling? Did you have any, I suppose, reservations or did you know that it was going to be a match made in heaven? No, not at all. I remember when he first rang me about even just having the idea of the wheelchair trousers and straight away I was like, yeah, he knows I love a good project. So <laughs> he knew I was the right person to ask to help out. But no, I think like we we work perfectly together where, you know, his strengths would be areas where I'd be weak in and vice versa. So I think it actually works out as a, a good partnership. And yeah, I think so far so good anyway. <laughs> Love that teamwork. Love that. My brother's going to kill me after he listens to this. But anyway. <laughs> um, so talk to me a little bit about the inspiration behind the the clothes. Where do you get the ideas for the actual graphics and the styles as well? Well, I suppose we've always grown up in a quite a adventurous outdoors type family, I suppose. Um, and we wanted this, this kind of clothing, you, you know, for people in wheelchairs, if they could come there and they don't feel excluded by the type of I suppose, design that was on the clothes and, you know, that just because you're in a wheelchair, you can't be out and about, you know, doing adventurous activities. So we just wanted it to be like a range of clothing that, you know, everyone could identify with and have access to um, and with our own personalities coming through in it as well. And what about the actual process? Because Nathan, you mentioned at the beginning when we were chatting that, you know, it wasn't something that you would have ever thought of going into the fashion industry. And I think it's one of those industries that until you're in it, you'll never understand what goes into the actual production of a garment. And that goes for all different ranges from, you know, shirts to T-shirts to trousers to sunglasses to, to anything that you're offering the consumer. Were there any things that, you know, now that you're in it, you had absolutely no idea were going to be as, I suppose, slow a process as well when it comes to the actual production from conception all the way through to the product being re- ready for market? Yeah, we've had an awful lot to learn and we're still learning and it is a slow process and uh, there are still a a lot of struggles. But again, like I I reached out to people in Cork who are involved in the industry and I got lots of advice from various different people and they've given me a lot of guidance uh, on how to source and and, and things like that. Um, So at the moment, we're working with a company in Cork who, who kind of help us uh, source and design the, the the graphics onto the clothing and at the moment then I have found a new factory in Bulgaria uh, where we are now getting the next range of adaptive tr- uh, wheelchair trousers made uh, that should hopefully be here in the next few weeks so we're really excited about that Brilliant. but the reason I chose Bulgaria is because uh, it's within the EU it's a uh, it's got a, a good renewable energy policy um, and good kind of working conditions that we can stand over. Um, and the guy who we're actually dealing with is from Cork. He went to college in UCC. He's married a Bulgarian lady. And it, it, in a way, it couldn't be closer to home in, in, in that sense. And it's a factory and a process that I can stand over and say, look, uh, 
this is a good factory and uh, their workers are being looked after properly uh where we source the material from again it's from mills within uh the eu mm. and there's just better uh, environmental standards and working standards uh, within the eu that i can stand over and say this clothing is produced in the most ethically and environmentally way possible i think the world of fast fashion is what really our eyes really became open to during this whole process and i suppose just our conscience like we really want to make sure that we're striving to be as ethical and sustainable as we possibly can because the more you look into it and the more you find out about fast fashion you know it just yeah sometimes ignorance is bliss but we found out you know it just doesn't sit well you know to think that we could be getting our our clothes from factories much cheaper um but yeah it's really important that we we've set kind of a standard that we want to you know maintain so we want to really stand by those kind of ethics and morals as our brand and as yeah. part of our company. 100%. And I feel like, you know, there's a lot of greenwashing that goes on as well at the moment. And I think, like, I was looking at your website and you talk about promoting sustainability before and after the purchase as well, which is a really crucial aspect to it because obviously you wouldn't be going into this industry if you didn't want people to buy your clothes. But I suppose it's kind of about switching the mindset to, you know, if it gets to a point in the future when you don't want these clothes, consider about the waste and consider about what you're going to do with the product as opposed to just, you know, throwing it away. Because the idea behind the range is is so important. But at the same time, if you're getting into an industry that is known for its waste, that can be kind of daunting in itself, I suppose. Would you agree? Yeah, and it's been really interesting even learning about circular economies and, you know, how clothing can go back into that type of circular economy. And, you know, Nathan's been doing a lot of research on that. So we want to kind of get better at that and build on that type of model of, you know, recycling clothes and what can be done next and can they go back into a type of circular economy. So Nathan's been... Yeah, you know, really... so I, I, I kind of read into the Ellen MacArthur Foundation and she just speaks about... Um circular economy and that's what it's all about how to repurpose uh, all items and just instead of constantly producing stuff from raw materials all the time how do we get the product back into uh, the process again now at the moment there isn't a clear cut way of how to repurpose um clothing yeah but as these new methods uh, develop we will certainly be getting on board with them but with regards the clothing we have at the moment um all of it is 100 the, the majority of the clothing is uh 100% organic cotton yeah or uh regenerated cotton or uh recycled polyester so uh, in a way we are already kind of within the circular economy but it's what to do with the clothing that we sell and how to kind of bring that back into the process afterwards that we still have to work on yeah and that's what we're hoping to develop as our brand continues yeah well making that commitment I suppose is kind of that first step in in looking to the future of the brand as well and for for the two of you you know what is the most enjoyable part about having this brand and creating these clothes I mean is it you know the fact that you get to do it together is it about the actual designs you know is it about creating clothes with accessibility in mind what is the part that you really are drawn to individually uh, I suppose it's, it's, it's the whole package <laughs> really. 
Um, I mean, to be honest, uh, these trousers have changed my life and how I can go about my day in clothing that I know, firstly, I can get on. Secondly, yeah. we'll stay on. And thirdly, we'll just... Very crucial. The way I... Yeah, the way I need to go about my life. So, like, as I hop in and out of the car, um, I, I kind of transfer uh, from my wheelchair into the car. And what was happening was the trousers were slipping down a little bit. I'd get a phone call, or our other brother would get a phone call. Can you go and help me and pull up my trousers? <laughs> so that doesn't happen anymore, which is great. Yeah, and they, they would slip down bit by bit as I did each transfer. And by the end of the day, they they'd be like right down and I'd be trying to pull them up and it was just an absolute nightmare and it was really hindering where I was going next like if I was going to meet someone that I didn't really know very well I probably would just have put it off um so in that regard the the way I live my life just because of these trousers has kind of become more reliable and I want to other people to have that as well because I know it's a problem for other people as well so for me, it's it's the feedback I get from other lads and chairs who are just delighted with the product yeah. and how much it has, in a way, impacted their life in a positive way. And then I suppose with the graphics and the designs, it's it's like it's good to be creative and it kind of keeps. Yeah, I, I like the creative aspect of it. Maybe. Yeah, like it's great working together. Like we spend so much time together anyway. So um, <laughs> like it just comes kind of naturally working together, and that's obviously enjoyable um and obviously i can see how much from the trouser side of things how much they've helped nathan as he was saying um and to just kind of further develop that range like obviously we've had to start out very small so we're just building up steadily slowly but surely so obviously as nathan was saying we have the men's range and we're in the process of developing the range for women so it's just seeing it grow step by step and even just the people we've gotten to work with and you know we've just had such great teamwork from people and it's a great process sitting down you know when you have an idea and fine-tuning it and watching it grow and it's kind of like watching your your little baby (laughs) so yeah there's yeah there's loads obviously there's um you know it takes a lot of work a lot of dedication and commitment but yeah that's probably the thing that myself and Nathan enjoy too or Amazing. We're not shy of a bit of hard work. <laughs> yeah, and the relationships that we've established with people in the industry as well, who have been very uh, accommodating and kind of passed on their knowledge to us uh, very willingly and love the idea and are very enthusiastic of, us an, of an inclusive brand that yeah. uh, able-bodied and disabled people can access without sort of you must shop in this shop and yeah. that separation I don't think is necessary yeah like myself and Nathan can shop on the same website which is yeah. nice Nathan doesn't have to go to a special website you know and feel different feel excluded you know you can come to this website and just shop. just not basically not feel excluded I suppose yeah. you don't have to go to a certain website because that would just for just wheelchair clothing absolutely and you mentioned there as well just about you know I suppose getting input from other people who are in the industries and you know Nathan you mentioned about your engineering earlier on and Ashling I know when we were setting up this interview that you are a teacher as well so I suppose for anybody who's listening who wants to get into fashion but who is potentially in other industries what did you bring from your careers into this industry in terms of like 
actual attributes when you were, you know, I suppose moving forward with this idea? Were you like, oh, you know, I 100% know about the details of this product because of my engineering background. I'm not in fashion. I don't know. But like, (laughs) I suppose, what experience did you bring from your, you know, current lives as well into this brand when you were creating it? It's like a willingness to learn all the time. You know, if you have an idea, obviously Nathan has a serious engineering brain. The things he could come up with in design are phenomenal. Um, and then, like, I'd probably be, you know, more creative. I've always been, you know, yeah, I suppose creativity. And I think they, they just connected really well. Um, but it's just willing to learn and just constant. Like, nobody knows everything. Yeah. You can learn anything as you put your mind to it and just listen. Listening to people and people who have experience and expertise. And I think that's really important, just always listening to what, you know, people advise and how they can help you and just be willing to be open. And ch- you might have an idea and you might be set on it, but your idea, you should always be open to change and just listen yeah. and tweaking things. Definitely. Yeah, I suppose I kind of came in with more technical aspect. Um, I grew up on boats and building boats. Um, and I suppose, just having that technical mindset of drawing and just how to design uh, clothes, I suppose, instead of designing boats and parts for boats, I was designing trousers. And you kind of have to look into the material as well, which was a big thing. Um, I was all about fiberglass <laughs> and, and aluminium, but now it's kind of cotton and <laughs> spandex. Probably and wouldn't have worked like for that. trousers, yeah. A bit uncomfortable, yeah. I'd say. And how, and how they mix and what's the best mix as well to make uh, functional, stylish yeah. uh, clothing. So, And even the trousers have adapted, you know, from the original design to the, the new range, what we're hoping to have delivered soon. You know, Nathan has tweaked it as as he's gone along and, yeah. you know, listened to feedback and, you know, just it's always changing. And you just have to I think you just have to be open to that as well. Absolutely. Well, you said there about the new collection. So you're hoping that it's going to land in the next few weeks. So for our audience who are listening, can you tell us a little bit about it? What can they expect from the new designs and collection and also how people can find you and how they can get in touch with you if they have any questions? Yeah, so um, the most exciting really is our first range coming from Bulgaria, which again is uh, the trousers for male wheelchair users. Um, and I've changed the material, I've rearranged the pockets a little bit, and I've added two other features which will really benefit um, kind of how, like, for example, just I've introduced a little elastic band onto the leg. Uh, just for slotting your phone into because often we as wheelchair users we carry things on our lap and they can slip off when you're pushing your wheelchair because you need two hands to do it so i've introduced just a little elastic band into the the trouser leg so i'm really excited to introduce that range and then also um coming coming into christmas we've got a, a new range of hoodies and hats coming in so and the hoodies are 100 organic cotton so a guilt free christmas present i love that Sounds great. Yeah. And then our one of our most successful, um, I suppose, Christmas sellers last year was our range of beanies. We just couldn't keep up with the beanies. They were constantly being sold out and we had to restock them. So we have a new range of beanies coming in as well. Um, so which are hopefully will be ideal for the Christmas market again this year. And then our summer range just went so good uh, that we kind of continued that right up until Christmas as well. So the stuff that we have on the website is, is also super popular and um, yeah so it's great and then yeah our website is chariotclothing.com 
and you can find us on Instagram and Facebook and our hashtag is this is chariot brilliant and then of course it's a busy time at the moment uh, heading into Christmas everybody will be trying to get their hands on everything pretty much I'm definitely going to be getting a beanie for myself love a beanie look um, I suppose looking beyond Christmas and looking to the future of the brand do you have you know any uh, major expansion plans or what is the the future that you hope to see for Chariot clothing yeah so I'm currently working on a female range of clothing for wheelchair users so we're hoping to introduce that early next year and then i suppose we're going to just kind of continue developing our designs on our jumpers and our, and our hoodies and just keep that ethical sustainable uh, positive kind of branding going um, and just sort of spread the word of to make it more accessible or like to make it easier to buy sustainable clothing, I think is one of our major things. It, it, it can be quite expensive yeah. compared to obviously going into high street shops. You know, it's it, the price point of sustainable clothing is quite a difficult one to work with because it is that little bit more expensive. So just to make it more accessible to, you know, if we can work on things like that and just if it can just be a more of an accessible product for people so that they can shop, you know, with a, a lighter conscience without, you know, it costing a huge amount of money. Absolutely, yeah. Well, we're going to put all the information about how you can get in touch with Nathan and Ashling in Nathan rather and Ashling. I just combined your names <laughs> there. That was fun. Um, in the description box below, do go and check out the website and support the company. Nathan and Ashling, thank you so much for your time today. You're doing incredible work, <laughs> and we can't wait to see where the company goes. Thanks very much. Thanks for having us. <laughs> thank you.